Hello everyone, I'm Tom Bowen, I'm a Supervising Associate in the Sims and Sims Criminal Law and Sanctions team and I'm joined today by Felix Zimmerman who's a partner in our insurance group. Now everyone listening will already know that there's been a huge amount of fallouts both commercial and otherwise particularly in terms of the huge human cost from the awful events that are ongoing in Ukraine following the Russian invasion nearly two weeks ago now. The US, the UK, the EU have imposed unprecedented levels of financial and trade sanctions on Russia. The situation remains hugely fluid in relation to those sanctions and the sanctions regimes are, well, frankly, they're still tightening on not far off a daily basis. We've also seen sanctions imposed or announced far more broadly than just those jurisdictions. We've seen it from Canada, Australia, Switzerland and Japan as well. And as I said, that's all led to a lot of fallout. Part of that, one of the interesting things from my perspective is in the in cyberspace, we've seen an uptick in cyber attacks. And there's been a lot of speculation for quite a long time, actually, that the key element of any blowback we might see from Russia in response to Western sanctions could be a, a step up in cyber attacks, particularly in ransomware. We've also seen a lot of disrupted financial and commercial relationships, and a lot of that's going to lead to litigation. And But the reason we're talking today is because as, frankly, night follows day, we're beginning to see queries from clients on how they can seek to manage all this fallout. And one aspect of that is always going to be insurance. So, Felix, could you tell me the sorts of things you've been seeing? Thanks, Tom. Yes, you, you've mentioned cyber risks, and I, I'll speak about that in a moment. But before I do, I should mention political risks and political violence insurance, which is the kind of insurance which is designed to provide cover for property damage and business interruption from political violence. And this often expressly includes cover for war. Um, several enterprises based in Ukraine, both Ukrainian and non-Ukrainian, will be seeking cover under such policies for property damaged or seized by the Russian military and for the, no doubt, significant business interruption losses that will flow from such seizure. Uh, you rightly mentioned cyber losses, and of course, cyber insurance is another type that is likely to be engaged by attacks connected with the war between Russia and Ukraine. Um, cyber insurance policies typically insure policyholders against first-party losses and liabilities to third parties arising from cyber attacks, including malicious cyber attacks. Uh, Russia is expected to launch a wave of such attacks because of the war, not just against Ukrainian people and companies, but also against other nations that are perceived to be supporting Ukraine, including the UK. Insofar as such cyber attacks are properly characterised as an act of war, then this may engage war exclusions in cyber policies. A cyber attack on Ukrainian policyholders during the current conflict, especially where malware is used, which is known to be Russian, may well fall squarely within such an exclusion. However, where a non-Ukrainian policyholder suffers collateral damage from an attack on a Ukrainian supplier, for example, a Ukrainian IT provider, it may be more, uh, it, uh, it may be more questionable whether the war exclusion in the policy should uh, apply. And finally, where a non-Ukrainian policyholder is the victim of a cyber attack, the burden of proving that the attack was an act of war so as to come within the war exclusion will fall upon the policy, uh, sorry, will fall upon the insurer. Uh, even where the malware is Russian in origin, can the insurer satisfy the burden of showing that this was in itself an act of war as opposed to being merely a 
a private ransomware attack by a bad actor who happens to be using Russian malware. In circumstances where it's notoriously difficult to show the identity of the attacker and their motivation in carrying out the attack, uh, whether the burden of proof has been met uh, under the war exclusion is likely to be one of the key areas of coverage disputes under cyber policies. Thanks, Felix. I mean, that's, that's really interesting. We can't, we can't get away from how horrible all this is, but the, the commercial fallout is, in, well, it was always going to be significant and, and that is already flowing through into what we've seen. We are um, following all these matters very closely and we're going to be putting out more material in due course. So please watch out for that. Thanks. <laughs>